Kaufman. And I'm Lisa Damaris. And this is Appraiser Talk, the show where I ask Lisa, the Vice President of Appraisal Issues at the Appraisal Foundation, your appraisal questions. We answer questions from every corner of the appraisal profession, from consumers to appraisers and real estate to business valuation. Welcome to today's episode. This week, we're diving back into the world of comp selection, but this time we're going to focus on the process. Here's the question, Lisa. Can you tell me how an appraiser selects comps? As a reminder, we talked about comps in episode 75 too, but focused on why comp selection isn't standardized. Lisa, today I'm hoping you could answer this question from the standpoint of what you would look for in the market and then in a comp when considering which ones to select. Well, this is indeed a very, very large question. So setting aside the fact that entire volumes of books are written on this topic, let's see if we can take it down to just its core essence. First of all, what is a comp? This is just an appraiser's vernacular for the phrase comparable sale. When an appraiser is asked to develop an opinion of market value on an asset, and that asset can literally be anything that someone owns or someone desires to own and use something including a diamond necklace, the Empire State Building, mineral rights beneath the surface of a piece of land, or even to a residential single family home. They are being asked essentially, what would the market pay for this asset? And think about that question for a moment. What would the market pay for this asset? The question itself tells you that the appraiser is not looking to themselves to find the answer, but that they must put their full focus on figuring out not just who makes up the market, but who would buy that asset and who these potential buyers are and how they act and interact with the potential sellers. The appraiser basically is a detective. So they investigate and they research, they look to the market, for all the information they need to be able to answer that question. The market, in other words, provides the evidence of value for that asset. And that evidence includes sales of other properties that are similar to the asset being appraised. Okay, so the appraiser will look to the market as the source of all the information they need to be able to complete an appraisal. And in looking to the market, the appraiser will be looking to find sales of similar properties. But how does this address the concept of selecting comparable sales or comps? It means there is no one answer. Really, there is just a core philosophy and a process that the appraiser follows. The process itself does not change as to how an appraiser selects comps. And as you will see, it is a much deeper analytical process than I think the public likely recognizes. This sounds like it's going to be a really interesting answer. To be honest, I really was expecting you to have an answer like, the appraiser chooses five comps located within the same subdivision as the subject property that sold in the last year. I guess I was expecting that an appraiser had defined parameters for how they pick comps. Well, I mean, they do. They do have defined parameters. They are not concrete parameters. They are instead parameters that consist of questions the appraiser needs to answer about the nature of value for that particular asset. And they are questions that look more like a a flow chart. So to really know what is considered a similar comparable to a subject property, here 
is just a sampling of some of the questions an appraiser will use to arrive at that conclusion. These questions assume real property when I ask them. So here's some of the questions. Does this land have mineral rights, air rights, or surface rights? How are the rights to use this property limited by taxation, eminent domain, or police power, for example? What zoning codes, building codes, and infrastructure impact the property? Does the design of the building matter? Are there external factors that impact the property? You know, for example, like heavy traffic. What type of financing is available to a potential buyers? How few or how many sales and active listings are there in the market? Is the price paid for a comp the same as its value? What laws impact the property? Are these laws changing? What do buyers do to the properties when they buy them? Do they remodel them, rent them, tear them down? Is there too little demand for this type of property or is there too much demand for this type of property? Is there a price point where the market will just not go above regardless of how grand a property becomes? How much would it cost to build this property? And how does that cost relate to what the market actually pays for a comparable house? And these questions are just the tip of the iceberg. Appraising and picking comparables is an entire process that is built around the theory of value and the influences on value. To pick comps means to use comps as representatives of what influences value in a certain market area. It's not to imply that these comps are the only comps that represent the value of the property being appraised. In other words, picking comps is not just about which individual sales the appraiser discusses in detail in their appraisal report, as those only represent a small portion of the data set. They are there to represent what the market is doing. In other words, the comparable sales you see individually listed in an appraisal report are not the appraiser's way of saying these, for example, five sales, these five sales are what I use to conclude the market value of the property. Rather, the appraiser is saying, in researching the market and what makes up the market and all of the sales and all of the listings and all the demand in the market area and all the other data that makes up the market, I am presenting these five comparable sales that represent all that other information that I did for completed research on. In other words, to repeat a phrase appraisers know well, one sale does not make a market. To be able to understand why the appraiser chose the comps that they are presenting individually in the appraisal report, the reader of the report has to understand the entire process the appraiser went through to know what the market is for that property. That is why, for example, appraisal reports completed for lending assignments include so much more data and information than just a list of five or whatever number of comparable sales. It is all of that other data in the report that is providing the support for what kind of comparables the appraiser not only has available to pick from, but for why those kind of comparable sales were chosen as representatives of how this market acts. You have really opened my eyes on what it means to pick comps. It's not an isolated process, rather it's an attempt to represent the market. 
Individual comps in and of themselves are never going to tell the whole story. And that is why any one individual sale in an area may tell very little about the value of a particular asset. You got it. You know, picking comps is part of a much greater process of gathering evidence and using logic. If someone reading the appraisal report were only to focus on the comps picked in the appraisal report, that would be missing the context within which those comparables exist. Appraisers will research and conclude what the context is first and then present comps that represent that context. They don't pick comps as a way to be the context. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll tune in each week to Appraiser Talk. You can send in your questions to me at amy, A-M-Y, at appraisalfoundation.org, and you might just hear us answer it in a future episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Appraiser Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.